how can I help? Like that was, that was my main thing. I was like, if nothing else, I'll, New Orleans is hurting and I, and I can help. And I don't, I don't know where it will leave us as a business, but that was, that was my kind of first thought about it when we were going to, we were going to do this. Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by Jedco, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. I hope all of you are staying safe and healthy these days. Last Thursday would have marked the eighth annual Jedco Challenge powered by Greater Lakeside Corporation, a pitch competition for startup companies with ties to Jefferson Parish. We launched this event to elevate opportunities for startups and supply them with in-kind services and direct capital to help them grow. Over the years, Jedco has had the distinct pleasure to work with some amazing entrepreneurial minds. Of course, this year we had to cancel the event because of the pandemic, which was a difficult decision, but also very much the right decision for the safety and well-being of our staff, our finalists, and all of those involved. Even though we didn't get to host the challenge this year, we still get to talk about it. We have always kept in touch with our former Jedco Challenge finalists because we love to see their growth and hear their success stories over the years. Recently, we learned of a wonderful story of community support and innovation during a challenging time from one of our former finalists. Normally, this is the busy season for Sean McCloskey, founder of Stop and Block. It's a company that developed a single serve on the go sunscreen dispenser. But with festivals and sporting events canceled, the question became, what now? Then Sean had the idea to pivot, and what a great decision. His dispensers are being used to supply hand sanitizer to employees and customers at high traffic facilities all over the region. I was delighted to reconnect with Sean for this week's episode to discuss what he's been up to since winning second place at the 2018 Jedco Challenge, how he decided to pivot during the pandemic, and where he envisions the future of his company. So Sean, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, first of all, how are you? How, have your, how are your loved ones, everyone staying safe and healthy these days? Uh, my pleasure, Kelsey. Always great to talk to you and the good folks at JEDCO. Um, yep, everyone healthy here so far. Um, my wife and I still like each other after working from, from home together the last two months. So this was a good uh, experiment. And uh, <laughs> So that's been good. We don't have kids, so whenever I look at my friends who are also watching, you know, two two kids at the same time, I, I you know, I can't feel too, uh, you know, overwhelmed or busy when I think about right. what other people are going through. So yeah, all good. How about you? That's good. Yeah, we're good. My um, my husband and I are both working from home these days, and we have a. Uh, a very large dog that is <laughs> no kids, just a very large dog who basically, right. it's basically like having a third, like adult human in the right. house that big. So, um, but yeah, Garrick, uh, my husband has been yeah. uh, working about three feet away from me for <laughs> every day for the last two months. So yeah. we're not sick of each other. We're, we're enjoying it. And been nice to be together so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah silver linings sure sure for sure well i am so appreciative of your time i know you're super busy um so i, I want to talk a little bit about uh stop and block can you tell yeah. our listeners uh what stop and block is what you guys do yeah so stop and block was founded to create a sunscreen dispenser that would provide single serve sunscreen on the go and so i'm from uh the greater New Orleans area. And I found that 
you know, I would always be out at festivals or playing golf or out of parks and would always forget my sunscreen. And then what would happen then it's like, okay, I'm going to get burned. Do I need to just leave now? Um, do I try to go inside? Do I just get burned? Uh, maybe if you're lucky, there's a CVS you can drive to, but I don't want, I don't want to buy another bottle. I already have three at home. I don't want to carry this around the rest of the day anyways. So I, I remember thinking like, well, there's a hand sanitizer dispenser over there, ironically. Like, why can't I make something like this for sunscreen? And so we created these dispensers and started putting them out at festivals, parks, pools, um, beaches, anywhere that people are going to be outdoor for, outdoors for an extended period of time. Um, and so they really work in two different ways. We One is either as a vending machine. So if you go to City Park right now, there is a, um, vending, a sunscreen vending machine that you can buy on the third hole. You can get a, a square of sunscreen for a dollar. Or for, we also do a, a sponsorship model. So for Saints Training Camp, uh, Oshner wanted to give out free sunscreen as a, as a perk for people, and they co-branded the dispenser with them, uh, with us there. And so the way it works is people typically go up, select how much sunscreen you need, make a cashless payment if it's in a vending model, and the sunscreen dispenses directly into your hands like Purell does, um, and you get to go on your way. I always love how people come up with ideas that are so brilliant, and you're like, how did no one else come up with this before? It's just, I mean, like, I love that the idea was just like you saw a pain point and then figured out a way to solve it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would be at French Quarter Fest or out, um, yeah, at a golf course and just, uh, yeah, born of necessity. And how long have you guys been in business? Uh, it's been a few years, huh? Yeah, uh, we were technically were, um, I think, incorporated in 2017, but the initial stages was very just product development. We, this is a custom thing that we made from scratch, and so um, got the first units out in 2018, got some prototypes out to test the concept, and that was right around the time where I uh, did the Jetco Challenge with you all. And we, let's talk about the Jedco challenge because I actually looked at my calendar today and I mean, I look at my calendar every day, but <laughs> today it popped up and it said, uh, 2020 Jedco challenge. So today was supposed oh. to be the day of our eighth annual, uh, pitch competition. And, and for our listeners, um, the, the Jedco challenge is a pitch competition that we do every year for, um, startup companies that are located in the greater New Orleans area that have ties to Jefferson Parish. And Stop and Plock was actually our runner-up in 2018. So first of all, let me just brag about the Jetco Challenge a little bit, because that was just such a great experience. And I prefer to say that I won second prize. Um, <laughs> um, That's a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking back about it recently because it was a really – loaded competition class. All five of those companies are still in business two years later. And but for startups, startups go out of business all the time. So that's really impressive. And I know, uh, yeah, and, and companies are doing really well. I mean, I know Diggs doing really well and um, Instapath, I'm sure they seem like they're doing really well. So yeah, I mean, so it was a great experience. Um, I mean, one, the prize I got was, was helpful. It, at this time we were still bootstrapping and this, and we got, you know, some pro bono legal work through this and that helped me work through some of the things that I wouldn't have been able to legal on the legal side that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise. And I would have just kind of been figuring it out myself. So that, that was huge. I made some great connections through that. I met the 
um, person who runs the largest parking company in New Orleans, and they have these big parking kiosks at all their parking lots, which actually have a you know, somewhat similar technology. So they help me with some of the product development side, and we've been able to partner on some things there. And then even since then, Jedco has continued to just been a, a great resource. You all introduced me to some of my clients, like Laughing Your Park, um, Lakeside Mall, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it was a great ex- it was a great experience. So since 2018. Yeah. What have you guys been up to? Since then, so at that point, yeah, we, we had made one prototype unit, um, tested it, had seen really encouraging results, enough to start raising some initial investor funding and, and build out a pilot run. Uh, there's been there's been some ups, there's been some downs since then. We wanted to get our pilot run out in 2018, ended up having manufacturing challenges. Um, like everyone warned me, you would, everyone said, Take how long you think it's going to take to get it out, then double that time. And I said that won't be true for me. And then it was true for me. Um, so we we ended up finding new manufacturing partners and redesigning the products a bit. But we ended up rolling them out. So we put them out um, throughout the New Orleans area and Jeff- Jefferson Parish, um, places like up on the riverfront, City Park, um, and French Quarter, and then. We've had a lot of success with events. We've done Jazz Fest, the Crest City Classic, Hogs for the Cause. And we, we'd see, I mean, thousands of people using these a day at these locations. So, um, you know, it was really promising. We were getting excited for a great summer this year and getting to scale the business more. And then uh, COVID-19 happened and canceled all the festivals and pretty much closed all the locations. We have our sunscreen dispensers ahead. And so uh, now we re- are reevaluating. Well, first of all, I really appreciate the the plug for the Jedco Challenge. I love to hear, and we hear this from a lot of businesses, which I really appreciate um, because the Jedco Challenge is one of those. I actually started, I started the challenge when I started working at Jedco, gosh, eight years ago now, and so it's it's like my like baby. So I love to yeah. see and hear when businesses go through that and and go on to be successful and know that Jedco is still a resource, you know, years down the road. So um, thank you for that. We appreciate that very much. <laughs> and I also am just so happy to hear and see all the great work that you've been doing in that time frame. I mean, that is so exciting. It's, it's wonderful. Um, and like you said, um, this time of the year is typically your busy season. Yeah. But certainly since the pandemic, um, that's probably had a massive impact because all the festivals are canceled. Nobody's really going anywhere in large groups. So right. um, what was your, what was your initial reaction when you <laughs> kind of realized that the pandemic had, had changed what your strategy for your business was going to be for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I, I, I think I legitimately went through the five stages of grief. Um, I, I, I mean, at first it was denial. I was just thinking, oh, you know, it's March. By the time we get to May, it'll be fine. This will be over. We'll have a full summer. And then I started, you know, getting, you know, annoyed with things and getting, you know, sad and then start bargaining. Like, well, it's okay. Like, at least in the, the fall, you know, Jazz Fest will get moved to the fall. So we'll, we'll still get to do it then. And um, then eventually I got to acceptance and realized, okay, everything's pretty much going to get canceled for the rest of the year. Who knows when our um, places are, are going to reopen. And so what do I do now? I mean, I did, you know, I had to think about it a lot. Like, I mean, at first I was like, do I just 
Am I just going to have to punt on this year and wait for things to reopen and try again next year? Um, but luckily, the product that we make is something that could be repurposed well to help address um, COVID-19. And then I started getting more and more inquiries from people saying, hey, we see these sunscreen dispensers. Can we put sanitizer in them? Um, like Hawks for the Cause, they were the first ones. And this was probably in February. And I, was, again, was still deep in the de denial stage. And I was, really? We sanitizer? But um, yeah, they were the first ones. And we started getting more, more asks to do that. Um, and it seemed like a direction that we could move to help bridge this you know, bridge this gap, if not more, until a sunscreen um, became a, a big need again for people. And what I love so much about this, first of all, is that you saw the hand, hand sanitizer dispensers when you were thinking about making the sunscreen exactly. dispensers, and now it's almost come full circle. Um, I mean, it's amazing to me that these sunscreen dispensers are also excellent sanitizer dispensers. Um, how did you, when you finally came to that decision, yeah. um, were you partnering with, with anybody to, for the sanitizer side or, you know, how exactly, what was the, the aha moment where you were like, this is, this is what we've got to do? Yeah. So it, it came in, in phases and I was initially reluctant because one of the big advice that is given to startup founders is, stay focused, don't get distracted, you know, you know, stay focused on your big picture goals. And so, yeah, initially I, I was like, if this is over in, in a month, do I really want to completely overhaul my business and, and lose what's really a, a long-term focus. But once, you know, once it became clear that, you know, this is, this is going to be a longer term thing. And, and really I could help this, the, the need here, the, the need that the community was having, that it, it became clear that, you know, it was something that, that I should do. So, I mean, it happened in stages. First, I, I, I built these dispensers forced on screen that were basically just sitting in a warehouse because there was no festivals and, and the parks were closed and, and, and places like that. So my first thought was, look, within a couple of days, I can, you know, put, put sanitizer, you know, quick, or very quickly I can put sanitizer in the existing units I have and get them out to some places. Um, the, 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 Challenges. My units are they're very high tech units. They have a touch screen. They have a solar panel. Again, a credit card reader. You can use it with that. And so it, it was. I was going to be limited into how many I could put out, and it wasn't feasible to build more of these because they're they're overkill for free for giving out free sanitizer. Uh, but the demand was there. We had a you know a lot of a lot of more requests, and through the relationships. You know that, that I've had with with different manufacturing partners, we were able to quickly start producing a low cost uh, solution that we could just get out to a lot more people. And so that's been the major focus. How can we get as many of these out? Uh, the other thing, yeah, was finding the sanitizer because that was in such limited supply. And so you know, I reached out to you all and GNO Inc. and said, "Hey, here's what I'm thinking." Um, and y'all have been helping people pivot. And I was like, here's what I would like to do. Can y'all have ideas where to get sanitizer? And I, I got connections made to local to local um, sanitizer manufacturers, the distilleries and the breweries who are making it here now. And so all the sanitizer we've used so far has been the local um, breweries and distilleries. 
That's amazing. This is such a, a great example of how our community all comes together to, to make something happen, especially our business community is just in, in that entrepreneurial community. We're all kind of working together in partnership and in tandem to get things done. So I, I, love, I, like I love this story. Since you pivoted, um, your dispensers have been placed in a couple of locations. So, so where, can, where can folks find them right now? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we put them out at a number of locations and it's, it's growing every day. So they're at, uh, they're at Benson Tower. So when people go back to, to work there, um, they'll have access to that. Um, 400 Poitras Tower, which is one of the big towers on Poitras Street. It's the one with the big region sign on the top of it. Uh, we put 23 dispensers out at Lakeside Mall. Uh, next week, we're installing them at the Dirty Coast uh, T-shirt shops. We're going to churches. Um, beauty salons and you know we just you keep getting more and more inquiries and we're just going to keep putting more more of them out uh, I think it's it's good timing now I mean we're talking it's you know we're Louisiana and I think some nation is beginning their reopening process all, all the reopening plans are you know the, the guidelines are you know, emphasizing the importance of access to, to sanitizer um, and so it's, it's something that it's been a big need for people. And, um, so we'll try to get them to as many places as we can. Yeah. I, I, I think there is just such an extreme need. So this, this couldn't happen at a better time or in a better way. Honestly, it's, it's so good that, that your business exists to be able to do this. What are you hearing from businesses when they learn about your offerings? How, how does it make you feel to be able to, to support businesses with their reopening in phase one and beyond as you know, these things are happening. Yeah. The businesses, when I talk to them, they're, they've been relieved and frankly, a little bit skeptical um, because they, they like 400, the 400 Poitras tower as an example, and they reached out and, and they, they had gotten burned. They're, they're normal vendor just, wouldn't they made orders and they just wouldn't deliver and they wouldn't deliver and they're like we've been waiting for months and we can't get the supply and they're saying it could be another month or two and they're like they're like and so when i said well i can get you these and you know in a week they're like are you sure you can do this like they were they were really sus- you know, suspicious they wanted to get references because they're like they're like you know it sounded too good to be true for them they thought and frankly they're like there's scams out there this is a scam so when i finally when I delivered it on time, as we said they did, I mean, it's like, this is just such a relief. I can't tell you how excited we are. And so, you know, frankly, that's been, that's been the best part when I decided to do this. I mean, the first thing was just, how can I help? Like, that was, that was my main thing. I was like, if nothing else, I'll, New Orleans is hurting and I, and I can help. And I don't, I don't know where it will leave us as a business, but that was, that was my kind of first thought about it when we were going to, we were going to do this. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's been the most rewarding part for me. Um, and are you the one that is delivering and installing these right now? And you're, you're kind of the, the guy that's doing it all. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we're delivering them. Um, the installation, uh, the installation is pretty simple. So a lot of like, like some installed their own. They don't a lot of them. They, they had specific places they wanted to put them, but um, <laughs> we're, we're rapidly we're rapidly growing and so figuring out, you know, how, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to really, to really 
scale this and go from, you know, right now we've put out 50. There's opportunities to put out thousands and yeah. thinking about the logistics of you know, how, how something like that works that we can, that we can provide that. That's, it's just wonderful. I, um, again, I mean, I keep saying that I love this, this uh, <laughs> opportunity, but it's just, I mean, aside from the fact that this is something that is really helping um, businesses here, it's also the fact that you're saying, how can I help? This is where you're from. This is your home and you right. know, folks, are, folks are hurting. And so it's, it's just great to see one business helping, you know, many, many businesses and especially mm -hmm. a startup business that has benefited from, you know, some of the guidance from these businesses along totally. the journey. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so if people are, if businesses are interested in working with you, how do they do that? Um, where, where can they find you? How do they get, uh, what are next steps for, you know, working with Stop and Block? Yeah, so um, you know, reach out to us. The best way is go through our website, uh, stop the letter N block.com. We plan to continuously have inventory available or very quickly available. And so if, if places need dispensers, you know, they should know that they don't have to wait two months and, and cross their fingers that there's a local supplier that, that can help them. The other thing we've, we've had is people have been reaching out to even donate or sponsor units. So places that have ties to certain office buildings are like, hey, we just, we want to put these out on, for them. Um, can, we, can we do that? And, and there's some marketing benefit for them as well. They're doing goodwill, but they'll put their logo on there or something. And, that, and, and so that could be a win-win opportunity that some people have, have, have done for this. That's so great. Um, and I will put on, on our website, we always hope, you know, have a full blog post and we'll put some pictures of the dispensers up so folks can see what they look like. Um, eventually this pandemic will end, uh, God willing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we will, we will get back to some level of normalcy. I don't really know when that will be, but it will come. Um, so, so what is what's on the horizon for Stop and Block at that point? Once this pandemic has passed, do you think you will still continue to do hand sanitizer? Will you go back to sunscreen? What's what does the journey look like? Do you think? Yeah. So, in one of I guess the challenges of my business model to begin with has been the the seasonality of it, um, and you know, the lack of diversification of my product type, when you're just doing sunscreen, you're at risk if, you know, if you have a terrible summer and it rains most of the time, um, you know, that can have a significant impact on your, on your business. So I'd actually been, for, you know, been looking for a while, like how do, I, how do I use this technology to diversify my product lines and make the business stronger and more resilient? And it's like, is that bug spray? Is it, is it you know, or is there other things? And so, um, so I think the sanitizer will continue to, to, to be something that will allow me to do that. Um, you know, I'm finding I can, I, I can be competitive with some of the, the larger providers. And so I, this, this will be something I, I would like to continue to do even after this pan, pandemic uh, ends. That said, sunscreen is still a, a, a major focus. Um, you know, that, that was really, that's our real innovation. The, the sanitizer dispensers, I mean, we're not doing something that's different than other dispensers. We're just, able to supply them and, and to supply them supply them well our sunscreen dispenser that's an innovative thing that, that doesn't exist the, the model that we made it that we made there's a, and there's a lot of engineering 
hurdles of having something that's outdoors and can take payment and could be waterproof and powered continuously and so on. And it's still, it's still showing a lot of promise. And so we'll continue to focus on that. I think if anything, when, we're, when we, we come out of COVID, it's, there's going to be a lot more just emphasis on in health in general and how do we protect and you know, I've talked to festivals and they're saying, look, after this, health is going to be a big emphasis for us. And so proactively offering sunscreen and things like that, and that's going to be even more important than it was beforehand. And so that will still be something um, that I think has, has, has good long-term promise for us. So it sounds like there's a real opportunity to to continue down that path, but also diversify. And I was just thinking as you were talking that stop and block could work for both sunscreen and hand sanitizer because, you know, you're stopping and blocking the germs. <laughs> That's right, yes, block the germs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, Well, that, that I think that is just, it, this is so great. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing well um, and, and safe and healthy and that you've been able to provide to provide a real service to our community. And again, so excited about the, the innovation um, and you know the, the new iterations of the sunscreen dispenser. I, I'm gonna have to go take a look and <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I saw some pictures and it just looks so cool. Cause I remember when you and I were doing interviews, you know, two years ago, it was, I think the, the early version um, yep. you had showed me and which was so cool back right. then. So I'm excited to see what this newer the, the next new version looks like. Is there anything that I um, haven't asked that you want to add or mention? Yeah, so one thing I'll, I'll add is that obviously everyone's mind has been on um, coronavirus the last couple months, but as we sit here today, we're coming up on summer, it's 91 degrees out. This is not an excuse not to wear sunscreen, even if you're not getting it from my dispensers. Uh, skin cancer is a major health problem as well. Um, it's the most common form of cancer. Only one bad sunburn doubles your chances of getting skin cancer. So um, please, let's not trade one health problem for another. Make sure you're wearing sunscreen this summer. That is very on brand and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very important too. That is a great yes. way to, that is something that people need to hear. Um, Wear sunscreen, everybody. Um, well, I just want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for, yeah, for everything that you are doing for our community. Um, and please know that Jedco is here as a resource for you as you continue forward. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks as always, Kelsey. Thanks for being on the show. A special thanks to Sean for taking time out of his busy schedule to be on the show. We will link to his website and his contact information on our blog post in connection with this episode in case you'd like to reach out to work with Stop and Block. As we continue to navigate through the incremental reopening of the economy, Jedco has a variety of resources and information available on our website. We encourage you to visit our COVID-19 updates page at jedco.org COVID-19 updates. If this is your first time tuning into the show, thank you. There are plenty more episodes where this one came from. Our episodes are released on Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you stream your favorite shows. If you like our show, feel free to leave us a rating or a review. Those reviews help others find our show and listen in. We share links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news and on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. 
If you have feedback about the show or if you'd like to recommend a guest, please email me at kscram at jedco.org. I love to hear from you. As always, thank you so much for listening. See you back here next week.